This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know. Little show. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Monday, June 13th. Monday the 13th. Sounds so much worse than Friday the 13th, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I of mean, course it would. Monday and the 13th? Yikes. Still, though, look at us almost halfway through this month, almost to the longest day of the year. And then mm. it starts getting shorter again. Mm, that's a bummer. I love summer. I mean, I, don't. I, I, don't. I hate heat and bathing suits, swimming and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Why do you like summer then? I just love it. Remind that know. to like everybody's outside and just barbecues and all right. It's light longer, and I like summer nights when it's been boiling all day, and then all of a sudden you feel it change. Like that, the little breeze starts to kick in, and then all of a sudden it's everything cools down. Mm. Oh God, bring on the fall! I'm ready. Stop it. Mm. Actually, in the fall, sometimes it's really hot. Sometimes, like, September, October are our hottest months. Not this year, though. Not so far, anyway. <laughs> you know how many hours of sunlight you have on the summer solstice? Mm, f- 15. Almost 15. 14 hours and 54 minutes. Mm. Well done. It's amazing. That's a guess. Well, I know that the equinox is 12 and 12, right? That's when it's equal. Mm-hmm. Math. I wonder science. if uh, I like math and science. Not good at them, but I like them. How, what... Isn't it like um, Finland or something? Like a day when the sun barely gets over the horizon? It's always dark? Yeah. And then they have days where the sun never sets? Yeah. Well, that's... Like way up in the Arctic. Probably down in the Antarctic, too. (laughs) That's got to be kind of cool. No. What would be cool about that? I don't know. Just... It might be cool. The depression that you would suffer from having no well, I don't sunshine. Want to be there. For... I don't want to be there in the darkness, but when it's <clears throat> okay. always sunny. All right. Well, then the as long whole... as I have a blackout room. They did such a good job. That's it. They did such a good job in that movie with uh, Al Pacino and Robin Williams, where Robin, they're in. I think it's Alaska, and Alaska has also has those you know really twenty three hour, right. and they have to, they can't sleep. Mm. They have to darken out the the rooms, and they did a really good job at sort of showing how What's that the name affects of that? you. Is that the one where De Niro wakes up from a coma? It's not De Niro. It is Al Pacino. Okay. And Robin Williams, and oh, it, it's it's a crime. You've never okay. seen this? I, I I think I did see it, and the name of it is, is Insomnia. It yeah. is Insomnia. Yeah, it's excellent. Ah, it's an excellent. Like that is. I'm thinking of the one where De Niro wakes up. After being in, like, he was a little boy and something happens to him and he was... Oh, I don't even know that one. That's like a, what, twice around or something like that? No. No, I don't know it. They give him some kind of medication to bring... All of a sudden, he's like, looks in the mirror and he's a 60-year-old man. <gasps> you 
But then he starts to tick again, and he starts to oh, fall no. back into it. Awakenings. It's called Awakenings. Oh, no, I don't Something know like it. That. Oh, Brian, the engineer, is here just in time to totally take Brent away from the All right. show. All right. Uh, here we go. Hello, Secret Show family. Are we starting? This is what the hell they start their email. Oh, oh, we've already started? Oh, yeah. All oh, this is part of it? We've been talking for five minutes. Oh, all right. Good morning, everyone. I mean, whatever time wherever you is. are, yes. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Secret Show family. Hi. Slurps all around. Don't say my name. I put this in really large font for you, Sarah. Hope that helps. It does. It's lovely. I have a serious question for you all. It's nothing sexy in this one. It's a two-parter. Here's some backstory to help with part one of my question. Three years ago, I found out my husband was in lust with his intern. She's 23 years old and still lives with her parents. We met once during her internship at a company party. She was only his intern for three months, but he said the cheating started during her last month there. His feelings for her built up for the last three weeks with the final week of her internship. They would make out in our car, go on coffee runs and make out some more and sex each other. He swears up and down. There was no sex involved, although he did admit he wanted to have sex with her, but it was sort of a line he wouldn't cross. In his words, he knew we wouldn't be able to come back from that. There's never a good time to have an affair, but the timing couldn't have been worse. I'd just given birth to our son two months prior to this day, so our youngest son was eight weeks old and our eldest son was two and a half. To say I was devastated, so he came home and told her about this. Well, I don't know. if it, Does it say that she caught him and then he told her? Or It doesn't. To say I was devastated is a massive understatement. I was blindsided, and I had no idea he wasn't happy. He said he didn't even realize until he met her and that she made him feel free. In a last-ditch effort to save my family, despite my parents' stern advice to divorce him and kick him out of the house immediately, we went to marriage therapy and moved away from the Bay Area so I could get away from all the triggers and reminders. Despite all our efforts, I still feel really triggered by the whole situation three years later. He's fully apologetic and expresses sincere remorse, confessing it's the biggest mistake of his life. My questions are, do you guys personally know of marriages that have survived such a crushing blow and didn't just go through the motions or stay for the kids, but were actually happy again? I feel like maybe I'm the type of person that will never be able to get over this. And if so, should I leave? So that's the first question. We can start with that one. Um, I do know people who've come back from stuff like this, and he didn't even bone her, according to him. Um, that said you might not be the kind of person that can get past this. Like, mm -hmm. that trust has been broken. Um, some people can deal with this, and other people, it's just, it taints the whole thing. And I know people in both situations. Actually, I know someone who, it happened a couple times, and they're still together. Oh, wow. And she knows all about He knows all about it. She knows all about it. It's the whole thing. Who's that? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, right. Uh, but it's very, uh, you know, it's incredibly difficult and it's all about trust and it's about you knowing yourself and whether, you know, happiness is the, the bottom line here. If you're not happy and this person ruined everything, it's best for everyone to be done. And if your mind goes to the worst places every time he leaves or every you have any time. doubts, then it's like, yeah. Yeah, I think it's about, <clears throat> at this point, it's about you and you're saying you don't, you can't. I mean, that's what it comes down to is can you forgive him? If you can't move on and and live life freely again, and if everything's going to, as you say, trigger or, or remind, remind constant you. Constant reminders. But I do think that, look, marriage is a weird thing. And you hear people say things like, 
we're not meant to be married. It's we're not meant to be monogamous. We're not. I, I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I do think it's really hard, and I do think you go through peaks and valleys in terms of a marriage. And we've had ours in my marriage, and there's no question that it. There are things that have happened in my marriage that are nothing by comparison, and yet there are things where I'm like. I would never have allowed that in a million years, but we have kids. And so, and she's the same way. There's things where both of us would probably be like, oh, fuck that. Like, what's the point? Fine. Let's just move on. We're both, you know, people with jobs. We have means. We have, you know, whatever, our health. Let's just, but, but we're good actually through those, some of that stuff. Nothing like that, but, but look, that's, comes down to, can you get over it? Right. Can you get over it and live freely? He's asked you to. He's tried to, you know, rebuild that trust. But if you can't do that, then no. I would just say move on. Yep. Honestly, that's the bottom line is it, it comes down to you. And don't feel, you know, why should you have... He did this and told you or somehow. I mean, can you let us know... Please, after you hear us read this, can you tell us how this went down? Did you find out? Did you find text messages? Like, how do you know about this? Because Mm -hmm. if he just came and unloaded it on you, I I don't know. I don't, I don't. Well, first of all, that's awful. If he just walked up and said, well, I've been feeling guilty lately. I'm just going to unburden my soul. And now it's on you. Yeah, now it's on you to make all the decisions. That is bullshit. But... However you found out, it still comes down to, can you trust this guy, get over it and move on? And if not, you know, can you walk away? That's the other thing. You know, sometimes we, we discount how completely Mm -hmm. uh, is integrated the right word. I just completely meshed. We are with our partner and and the idea that you're just going to walk off becomes, oh, wait a minute. Not only do we share all of our things, but most of the shit that comes out of my mouth is stuff he says or she says. Or, you know, like we become each other. Right. You really do become your partner in some ways because you influence each other. Right. It's... Well, all your recent memories all include this person. Mm-hmm. It's like when John and Doreen broke up uh, a few months later, I started dating John like for real, not just banging him occasionally. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and he would tell a story and I would be like, you know, it, they were all stories that happened with Doreen because for five years that was his person. And I just got so fucking sick of hearing about her. Just like that was when I like cut her out all the pictures. I'm like, I'm going to cut her out all your fucking memories right now. Which what a petty, immature. Th- I was 22, though. Give me a break. Sarah, give yourself a break. But it was such a petty, immature thing to do. And. But it was sort of, it was almost what I needed to like exorcise her from mm-hmm. our thing. And now, of course, 30 years have gone by, so I'm over it. And I could have, I would have loved to have shown you guys pictures of her. And I would love John. to see her. Not with John. I wouldn't want any of those in there. Wow. <laughs> I don't like that. Wow. Here's the uh, intern picture up there. Oh, there's a picture. Oh, that's the intern that mm-hmm. he did? Oh, she's really cute. She is cute. And then uh, here's the uh, family. Let's see if I can find that one. Oh, this came with all kinds of pictures. Oh, they're adorable. Oh, oh she's so cute. Oh, oh they're a really cute family. 
So this is like when it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a picture of them with the, old, the I don't know the two and a half year old and the brand new baby, and they're all they're posed and they look beautiful. If I were talking to someone that cared and wanted to hear my advice about family building, I would say that one of the things that happens to guys, and this is not excusing the dude at all, but as a husband and wife decide to have kids and it becomes about the kids, the husband often ends up odd man out in some ways. Mm. And I do, I don't, this is an ex, is not an excuse for a guy to cheat, but it is a heads up for a woman who has now t- taken all of the attention that she used to shower her husband with and moved it to survival of these kids she's having. Mm-hmm. And and it while you'd figure that here we are, this is our family. I'm busy with our kids. Shouldn't he know that? That's not always the case. Often a guy is over on the other side of those things going, fuck. I'm left out of this. I'm completely out of this deal. And my wife doesn't look at me like she once did. I don't get attention like I once did. And the most childish thing he could possibly do is what your husband did. Mm -hmm. And yet men are... Jerks. Yeah. No, I wasn't going to say that, but men are childish. And and they have... Then they make mistakes. And I I just... I, I don't know how... What kind of conversations have to happen? Whether it's just simply repeating to each other that you love each other or having someone help you with the kids for once a month maybe right. so that you do reconnect reconnect and you do reaffirm that it, you're I, in it together you love each other I, I i can't stress to you enough that 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 as you start to sort of take things in they've both got jobs but now you've got a kid and you've got a house and a mortgage and a all these things get in the way and you you are just sometimes two people who pass in the hall and that is not a way to keep a marriage together nope and I'm not saying it was you and I'm not and it's clearly him, but I'm just saying I, I I don't know how to advise people on it. But if you're not prepared to really work at your marriage as all this new stuff starts to come in the family and the things that take your time away from each other, it's it's I see how marriages fall apart, I guess, is my sure. point. I just see it. I, it's it's clear now. You kind of go. They like, are a lot of work. Their maintenance, their work, their compromise, mm-hmm. their caring about what the other person's going through, even when you're loaded with shit. Like, there's just a lot to it. And he didn't fuck this chick, and I'm not even saying that that's good. That I mean, honestly, it's a betrayal of the trust, but it's up to you whether or not you can be happy in that anymore. And, and I hate to say it, it kind of sounds like you can't. Here's the second part of her question. Okay. Uh, it has to do with my brother-in-law. So in the weeks after the cheating was revealed, I guess to everyone, uh, our therapist advised early on to build trust again. I could randomly look through his phone to ensure he wasn't talking to her. I, didn't, oh. I know. I didn't do it for very long because who has time for that on top of everything else? But I found a text from his brother dated the day after I found out about the infidelity. His text was this. Well, if you still talk to her, make sure to delete the messages. I was shocked, so I, like an adult, confronted him, and he said that to protect... uh, He said that... The brother said that to protect the marriage. 
And I said, how is that protecting the marriage by almost encouraging him to continue to be deceitful? And he said, I don't know if this conversation is helpful. Bottom line, I don't regret what I said, and I would say it again. Since then, I don't feel comfortable being around him. Oh, she didn't end the quote. Uh, I don't know if this conversation is helpful. Now, I guess we're going back to her. Bottom line, I don't regret what I said, and I would say it again. Since then, I don't feel comfortable being around him or the brother-in-law or him being around our kids. I've been ditching family plans and making up excuses not to be around him. To me, his text shows he doesn't have our family's best interests at heart, especially because he didn't think I was ever going to see it. My husband understands my interpretation but doesn't agree and really doesn't think I should second-guess his brother from seeing our kids. Am I being too sensitive? Am I misinterpreting the text? You're not misinterpreting You're not, the text. Man. I understand he was being a good brother, but we're, we were also pretty good friends. Looking forward to hearing your bad advice. And then there's the, I see the pictures too. They're down at the bottom. Uh, yeah, this, uh, I don't give this a lot of time. I mean, you're just going to get to the point where mm -hmm. you get out of this. You you can't, it's poisoned, I, I think. You know, you're getting, you know, you were good friends with the brother. I can see the brother saying that, well, if you're still going to talk to her, dummy, you know, delete yeah. the text. I'm sure mm -hmm. he was... I don't know what the rest of the conversation went like, but obviously he was... I guess this guy just came out and told everybody in his family that this happened. I don't understand that part of it, but as far as like being mad at the brother, look, I'm sure he just thought he had his brother's back. Right. And so... Here's some advice, you know, brother. Does that hurt you? Yeah, because you're caught in the middle of this fucking mess, but I don't think you need to be mad at the brother. You're mad at your husband. Your husband's the one that fucking cheated on you. You're you're mad at him about that. It doesn't need to be about the brother. You're just, are you trying to leave? Because you don't need an excuse. Mm -mm. You've you already have, been given yeah. it. So if you want to leave, then just split. Yep. Just split and get Do on down the road. Do what's going to make you Even, you know what? Separate. Find, there you go. If, if you can possibly figure out a way to do that, find a way to separate and just... Be alone with yourself and your kids, and you know, share the kids, what what have you. Does it say how old they are? Uh, you know, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But I, I will say, just looking at the pictures, uh, they look like pretty late, young, late twenties. Yeah, maybe. You know, I'll tell you something that uh, in the relationship I'm in now, we're married. Uh, when we first started. And we'd both been through relationships. She'd yeah, had course. a guy who lived with her and other things that, you know, other relationships. And I'd had some. When we got together and we were actually really together, one of the things we discussed is let's be careful. Let's not say shit that's going to really poison our our comfort zone. Like, let's be, let's think twice before we say shit to each other. Mm. Even if it's... Even if you feel like it's the right thing to say in the moment, think it through and let's be careful. Because sometimes you you get down the road and you realize, I'm never getting over some of the shit that person has said to me or done to me. Poison. or And so, you know, maybe that's what it comes down to is you guys haven't been careful enough with each other. And maybe that's the lesson going forward. And I know you're saying to yourself probably, what do I need to learn? I don't know how you guys ended up where you're at. I don't. I'm not putting it on you. Having kids is hard and it's all consuming. Mm -hmm. But but you are there now. And you got to decide if you're staying or not. Because 
it got right. I mean, it sounds like you're, you know, you're in this fight with him about the brother text and which is a total aside to the actual thing that happened. I think he did the right thing going to therapy and I don't know what therapist would say, yeah, and you should look through his phone whenever well, you want Well, what I was going to gonna say about that is That doesn't seem healthy. What purpose would you have for reading the brother's text then? Right. Why are you reading those texts? It's a, like just look for her name. Right. Or the blank numbers that don't have a name associated to them that you're trying to... Yeah, the burner phone numbers. Whatever. Right. I mean, that just seems like you... If anything, the brother's probably like, what the fuck yeah. is she reading my goddamn text right. for? Uh-huh. I thought we had, you know... Yeah, a private conversation going here. So I'm not putting that on you. I'm just saying that, you know, it yeah. sounds like you probably already halfway down the road. I would say try a... Do a trial separation. See how you feel. Do you miss them? Can you? Are you talking? Are you constructively about getting back together? And if, if maybe you're happier without them, and you're sort of free of it, and that might be your answer. Maybe this right guy's there. not sufficiently remorseful. I don't know. I don't know why she can't sort of. No, she, he says she says he calls it the biggest mistake he's ever made. I don't. I don't. You know, I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something that I, I don't. I probably don't need to tell you, but you're with your kids now. You have two little kids in the picture we saw. Yep. If that dude leaves, and maybe he doesn't help you at all now. Maybe he's he gives you zero help. Right. But trying to raise two kids by yourself is going to be extremely difficult. Right. But that's not a reason to stay no. if you're miserable and you can't get past this. But I will say this. When you have committed a transgression... And the other person that you're, you spend the rest of your life trying to make it up to them and they never get over it and they're reminded of it all the time, that is detrimental to their feelings about the relationship too. So in the end, you wind up both hating each other and being really resentful of each other. He resents that you won't let it go and you resent that he... It doesn't, I don't know, get down on his knees and do penance every day about it. Like, it's, it really, something like this can really be the little seed that just breaks the whole thing apart. Well, 100%. If you're not willing to forgive him or move forward from where you're at now, there is no chance you're going to make it. Because he he will eventually go... Like, it's one of those things where you go, all right, so I'm the dog, I'm in the doghouse. We don't have sex anymore, and I'm trying to earn trust back, and I'm trying to, well, how long can that go on for, do you think, before, and with you also yelling it and reminding him what a shithead he is, before he finally goes, before he goes, fuck this. Yep. Like, I'm trying to everything I can to earn back your trust, and you won't let me. Right. You will not let me. So, yeah, you guys if you can't get through it with counseling, which it sounds like you've tried, get ready to to get on down the road. Yeah. It sucks. I'm really sorry. Yeah, that does suck. The funny thing, not funny. Sorry. I take that back. The interesting thing about that is he should have fucked her. What? He should have fucked that girl. Why? Because his marriage is toast either way. Well, maybe he'll circle back. And maybe he did, and just didn't tell her. Oh, well, there's that. Well, that's not going to help the wife any now. Well, Way to go. Say, I'm just saying. It's, it's the thought, right? I want to know how this all came to light. Yeah. got to write us back, lady. Yeah, sure I think she's that, done with us now. Those assholes. No, but I think that texting and a lot of that sort of 
kind of stuff can lead to flirtations and things that don't end up being sex. But when they come to light, they can end up destroying your marriage. And I mm-hmm. would think you'd be looking back at it going, I should have fucked that chick. Might as well have. I torched my marriage. I at least could have gotten what we were leading toward. Right. Mm-hmm. Ah. And yeah, let go of the brother thing. Of all the stuff. I mean, he's he really... Think about if a girlfriend was talking to you or your sister was to, just... Let's listen dummy if you're gonna do that again yeah i don't i mean look and how many texts are you're doing five things at once and you fire off a text like it's not even a thing i'm sure you didn't even think like oh what if she sees this and i wonder if that's how she found out about this that she picked his phone up and saw the girl's name and was like why are they texting or or you know what or she just asked him straight up and he went yeah like couldn't couldn't lie to her face just didn't have it yeah you know, I think that there I are those, know that part. there are those people out there who are always ready. Mm. And anytime you ask them, they're like, "Oh yeah, I got a story for everything. Don't worry about that. I'm all good." Uh, yeah, Jim Jam. Yeah. <laughs> and then other people <laughs> out there are like, people. "Wait, what? You just said what? I didn't. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, the no, phone. I, my phone question. is ringing. The Hello. Was, I, I'm sorry. Did you say a question to me? Oh God, I'm oh. falling down the stairs. Oh. So they're over there. Hold what on, I gotta just, get there. Can you repeat first. that again? Oh, what did you say? Wait, huh? <laughs> What, wait, wait, tick, tick, tick. I really need more time to think. What'd you say? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're Did laughing. Did you fuck about... your intern? <laughs> By fuck, what? what does that mean? <laughs> it depends on the definition of is. What it is, is. Oh, my. Oh my he pulls God, out a Bill Clinton. Oh, that's All right. That's just good fun. Not for you. We get it. Uh, <laughs> please... Uh, answer our questions for us, and we'll maybe we'll continue this. Uh, that's going to do it for today's that's secret it? show. That's yep. it. Yeah. All right. Bryn at RadioAlice.com, B-R-Y-N at RadioAlice.com. And uh, you know, put Secret Show in the subject line, or you can write a fun, a fun little title or something, because he always puts the title in. Uh, Bad Advice, Cheating Husband and Shitty Brother-in-Law. That was the title. Oh, I think with. it was something along those lines. I put the shitty in there myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I added that. Hmm. But I, I like, I actually, I look at the titles. So if you get a good title, I'll see that. And I'll kind of oh, jump so on it's important thing. for him yeah. to sell you yeah. the story. He, he does, because I look down the list, and sometimes book. some of them have been sitting in here forever. I got a 23 and me drama, uh, in-law probs. Very problematic. Oh, the 23 and me things are crazy. I know someone who found out that her dad's not her dad. That's so crazy, isn't it? it this 23 and me is fucking people up yeah it is like there are some things some deeply held secrets that are suddenly oh my god well imagine you find out your dad's not your dad he's still your dad i know but it's one of those things where like wait totally so who was mom with and when did that happen does dad know (laughs) that's it i thought i had your nose my whole life Everybody says yeah, we're just like laughing, you. but that's well. Mom's got a type that comes so. out of that. Right. Yikes! Mom's got a type. All right, thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. The end. <laughs>